Worldview Update, bringing you closer to international or global news. Good morning, 22 minutes after six. New figures show that the number of Japanese people living in Japan has now declined by over 800,000 people in the last year, as that country's demographic decline continues. Japan, like other countries in that part of Asia, and particularly South Korea, are starting to see their populations falling quite dramatically. In fact, the Japanese Prime Minister... Fumio Kishida has said his country is on the cusp of whether it can maintain its societal functions. Professor Tom Moultrie is a professor of demography and director at the Center for Actuarial Research at Wits University. Professor Moultrie, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. Why are the populations and birth rates of these countries in this part of the world falling so fast? Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good question. Um, well, the, the, the obvious reason why the populations fall is because the number of deaths in the population, um, say Japan or South Korea or China, is exceeding the number of births in that population. Um, why that is the case is a long-term demographic um, shift called momentum, which has been caused by very low birth rates going back to the 1980s in the case of Japan. Um, and the reason for those low birth rates themselves are complex and societal. It's about the, the role of women in society. There are opportunities for employment, the consequences of having a child for employment. Um, and so th- th- the change which you mentioned in your lead-in um, in the Japanese population um, has been locked in for some time, and the consequences of that shift are, st- are going to be locked in for some time still to come, many, many decades. In other words, despite quite a lot of attempts in Japan, um, in South Korea, and countries like Italy, once this process starts, it's very difficult to change. Yes, um, I mean, you know, ultimately, you know, kind of, it's very hard for the state to reach into people's bedrooms and say to women, couples, men, have more children. If the society is not structured in a way which um, allows uh, women and families to have the number of children they want um, and without massive economic consequences, and obviously the cost of raising children is, is high, in the, particularly in those societies, it's very hard for the state to induce um, a demographic shift towards um, higher fertility. Do all countries, depending on, uh, 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 do all countries go through the sort of same thing? In other words, is this a product of uh, development? Is it a product of something else? And this can get, I mean, I can just imagine how complicated this can get. But we've seen as countries get richer, people tend to have fewer children. I say that in a sort of broad way, but I think that's probably generally true. Do they all follow the same graph or are there differences that could relate to all sorts of other factors? Um, I mean, in general, it, it's something that we term um, in demography, the demographic transition is from you know, um, societies with high fertility and high mortality um, to societies with low fertility and low mortality and frequently much lower fertility and mortality. So those populations shrink. So there is a kind of ineluctable general trend in this direction. Um, but there are important differences. If one looks at the countries of Scandinavia, for example, relative to, say, the countries of Southern Europe, um, the societies there have tried very hard over, over a long time to create a social environment where um, women can have the number of children which they might want to have. And so you see fertility rates in, um, in Scandinavia being somewhat higher than those in Southern Europe because of things like paid paternity leave, extended paternity leave, um, the right to return to your job having had a child, um, which social policies don't exist in the, in the south of Europe. 
And so while there is a, a general trend towards shrinking populations, and, and, and that is what we expect globally, um, is certainly by the end of the century, um, there are subtle policy differences which can attenuate those effects to some degree. Um, what is the outlook then for our continent? I mean, our population is South Africa. We're about 60 million now, depending um, which figure you use, I think predicted to go to around 80 million. Um, what happens after that? Well, um, the, the long-term population projections for South Africa also show that somewhere around about uh, 50 years' time, South Africa's population itself will also start shrinking as birth rates and death rates and population aging manifest themselves in this population. Already, as we speak in 2023, fertility rates in South Africa are very close to replacement level. And as the cohorts, as this last large cohort of um, children born in the last 15, 20 years ages to having children. After that, um, we expect the South African population to decline too. Professor Tom Moultrie, thank you very much indeed. Professor of Demography, Director at the Centre for Actuarial Research at UCT.